Welcome to WeChat Divorce, hosted by Karen Chalou, legal liaison, and Catherine Shanahan, CDFA. Each episode, we sit down with divorce professionals and industry experts to provide insights and frank discussions about real people, real situations, and real divorce to help you achieve your best life post-divorce. This episode of WeChat Divorce is brought to you by My Divorce Solution, Offering divorce financial planning so clients can secure the divorce settlement they deserve. Visit MyDivorceSolution.com to request access. Welcome to WeChat Divorce. Catherine and I are really happy today to welcome Heather Black, founder of Supermoms, to our podcast today. In this episode, we're going to discuss financial resiliency for divorced women, how to launch or relaunch your career. Very excited for this conversation. But first, let me take just a couple minutes to introduce Heather. So Heather is the founder and CEO of Supermoms. She's the mom of two little girls, lives by the sea in East Sussex while working remotely. In 2010, she became an accidental Salesforce admin, which I can't wait to hear about, for her nonprofit and loved it so much that she decided to upskill as a Salesforce consultant in 2012, helping other nonprofits to implement a CRM. And I'm sure we're going to learn more about CRMs in our conversation today. For those of you who may not know, I think we do live in a world of letters, so to speak. What is that called? Like CRM, NPR, things like that. (laughs) She realized her career path could work for other moms. So she launched Supermoms in 2016 to bring more women into the sector. As a consultant, she has overseen over 700 Salesforce projects and now enjoys upskilling talent in Salesforce consultancy and coaching skills. Welcome, Heather. Thank you so much for having me, Catherine and Karen. It's brilliant to be here today. Yeah, so I guess we should start with CRM. Karen mentioned all these letters. What is CRM? (laughs) Yeah, and very good question, isn't it? So a CRM is a client relationship management system. And I I didn't know what one was when when I was running a business. And I suddenly realized that I needed somewhere to put all these contact details and to track everything we were doing with our customers. And when I was building out a team for me to forward the people, I was like, okay, how do we evolve what we do and how do we track and monitor everything? And that's where I got introduced to a CRM, a client relationship management system. I was introduced to Salesforce. And what I realized from that and seeing how other people used it, it became like the heart and soul of an organization because it was the source of truth for everything that you were doing from sales to customer service to marketing. If somebody was off or you were picking up or you're working part-time and flexible working, if you needed to know what happened to Joe Bloggs and where we last had a phone call and what we last chatted about, what email they last got. Salesforce CRM is that sort of heart heartbeat of the organization. It's where all your customer data is stored. It's where you record everything. So if you think when you ring up your the bank or you ring up your telephone company, you expect them to have all these records of your previous conversations, your transactions, what you bought from them. They use a CRM, probably Salesforce, basically it is the number one CRM solution in the world. And so it opened up my eyes to this system and I really enjoyed using it. It really empowered me to grow the organization. I was running coaching business at the time. And it helped me grow my organization from 100K to 1.3 million in a year. And we went from four staff to 40 staff in a year. So it was quite significant and transformational. And I couldn't have done it without having a really good system to manage everything and report on everything and scale up. And so that 
that really pivoted me to be very passionate about the value of a CRM system to organizations, particularly smaller organizations, and then how it can help them scale up. So I hope that's given you a bit of a view about what a CRM is and the power it can have for a business as well. That's awesome. And I'm sure that's what every mom wishes she had in her kitchen, right? To manage and run her household. (laughs) Right? We all need that personally and professionally. So speaking of that, Heather, can we just spend a couple minutes talking about your background and your story? I think that is just pretty phenomenal. Thank you, Karen. Yeah. So I'll just recap on some of those aspects that I mentioned a moment ago. So when I left university, I actually got involved in helping research and set up employability programs and helping people start up businesses. And that led me on a path of really understanding how best to support somebody who had a career break or who was unemployed, get back into work and how businesses could start and grow. And when I was 26, I launched a coaching business to help young entrepreneurs. So we were focused on those that are aged between 18 and 30, and we were helping them start up businesses and to run them because there was a gap in support in the UK. And similarly, then that grew when we started giving career coaching to those who were 18 to 30 and supporting them into the workplace. And we had a lot of government funded programs and that's where I needed the CRM solution to manage everything. And we were very successful at getting different funding in to support those young professionals because they didn't have to pay for it themselves. It was government funded and it was obviously a massive ride and experience, but Salesforce enabled me to do all of that. Now, I then had to pivot though, because what happened is that in the UK, our political system changed, as I'm sure we all kind of appreciate. There's, uh, you know, the different stages of, of sort of different parties running the organi- running the countries, and funding dried up for what we were doing. They changed the priorities. We were in a situation where I'd grown the company, we we're doing really well. All of a sudden, the funding sources we were used to were no longer there anymore. And I tried for a couple of years to kind of make it work in different ways, and really, really struggled. So I had to look to pivot and that's when I kind of started thinking, well, I'm just about to get married, just about to want to start a family and want to move out of London and I still want to earn well, like, okay, what do I do? And that's where I started thinking, well, actually, I really enjoyed managing Salesforce and building it out to report on things that I needed the company to report on and to track everything. And I started to explore what the different career opportunities were. And I'll talk about those probably later, but there's about seven or eight different career opportunity job roles you can do in a Salesforce career, ones that you'll probably never think about. And I suddenly realized I had a lot of transferable skills and that I could actually step over or I needed to train up in certain areas and get additional qualifications, but the salaries are really good because there's a gap in talent. There's a lot more jobs available than there is talent available. So there's a lot of very good high salaries. Plus, because Salesforce is a cloud-based software, i.e. it lives in the cloud and you can access it by a computer, a lot of the jobs are flexible. So when I pivoted, I did retrain and I started working three days a week at home. I had my newborn baby. I was breastfeeding for a whole year because she wouldn't take the bottle. But I was earning £60,000 a year, which obviously is sterling, but that's a really good salary in the UK to be earning. And I was earning that three working three days a week. So I was earning really well. And I did that for three years. And after three years, I was like, this is something else that other mums should know about. You shouldn't have to take an underpaid job or something. It doesn't give you that career progression and thirst for learning. 
And it's a really rewarding job because what you're doing is helping people all the time. You're helping businesses to perform better. You're helping charities to perform better. You're helping people to get rid of all the admin they hate in the job and to do their job better. So it's very rewarding because you leave everybody happier at the end of the day and everything worthwhile. And I was like, I need to tell other mums about this. And I'm going to set up Supermums because Supermums brought together all my experience around employability support. It brought all my Salesforce experience together. And I've always been interested and always run non-profit organizations. So I set up Supermums to help them relaunch their career in Salesforce. I think Supermums should be the new superhero. I <laughs> know, <laughs> true. Feedback is, is that we change lives. It's just so rewarding when we go to events where we meet up with our alumni. They're like, "Thank you for changing my life," you know, and that's a massive thing to have said to you. And so you do feel like you're saving them in a certain way. You're saving them from not having enough money, being in a job that wasn't flexible, struggling because they got laid off. These people that come through our program, for them, this is a life-changing situation. So, and they become mums or dads. We have dads and we've had non-parents do the program as well. It's not exclusive. We invite everybody to be part of it. You feel like you can be somebody that's a super mum or super dad when you can juggle a career and life and enjoy everything rather than feel like you're struggling. And so, yeah, the name really resonates. It feels like yeah. a tick the box in many ways. <laughs> What I love is that our process does the same thing, but for only during the divorce process. And so we have a lot of parallels going on here, which I think is really great. We're like a launch for them to get into your program. And I say that because when they come to us, they're usually, they have to do the same type of thing. We need all the documentation, but before our platform was created, everyone is just kind of sending documents to two different attorneys or a mediator, everything's all over the place or somebody didn't find it so they're resending and it's very stressful or you're getting like 30 forms to fill out and you're asked all these questions a lot of times you don't have the information and you're waiting for the spouse to give the information who isn't talking to you so it's a big bunch of nothing happening except for stress so with our platform then they come in here we organize them we gather all that documents and they only have to do it once and then we do a financial assessment and to see their transformation was so rewarding our new client just yesterday just for paying her fee agreement she felt a little bit of relief and you know it's so rewarding for us to see that because that's the whole point of that and then you can launch off to do whatever it is that you'll have to do afterwards in a better mindset it's very interesting to me to hear the parallels between the two as you're speaking yeah the power of technology and to support people during a process is so important. And I've been through the divorce process myself. You're in the turmoil in your mind and emotionally on this journey. It's, it sounds fantastic what you've got in place. I had uh, accidental sort of two lawyers that were just a nightmare to work with and then found one that was great, but it made a difference when you had a platform, you had structure, you know where things were going. It makes it so much easier, doesn't it? Oh yeah, and so much. Your attorneys, so you'd have to give you all your information to the new attorney or hope your old attorney gives them. For us, we're all on the cloud base, I guess you call it. We're all digital and virtual. So, you know, we have clients internationally and in the States. And so it's very easy for us to give that information to whoever needs on your team. Yeah. It can be considered the CRM of divorce. Yeah. There's CRMs all over the place. I'm just thinking that as we're talking, but it really is having that place to know that everything in that area is right there for you to work within. That's great. Because... Heather, as you were talking, people who are pivoting or having to think about being financially dependent or independent while also 
learning how to become a mom, and then layer on to that, maybe being challenged with the divorce process can be overwhelming. So thinking about financial independence is something that they may feel is out of their reach. So how do you approach that with your organization so that they can learn to start taking the steps and putting things in place, even when they're dealing with all these other life changes? Yeah, it's a good question, isn't it? Because sometimes you kind of got to take those baby steps and not overwhelm yourself. And certainly as say, having been through that process myself, you know, you're kind of like, oh my gosh, you're thinking about a new career and thinking about the options feels untainable. But I think what we've done at Supermums is provide a lot of support package to even consider the career. So we have career coaches in the US and the UK where you can ring and speak to them and talk it through for free talk through your background, talk through the career options, talk about those transferable skills, because I wanted a really personable organization where we're there to help you make an informed decision. That's what we are. We're educators. We want to raise awareness of it, not just sell you a training course. So it's not about, okay, you've decided you want Salesforce career. Here's a course for you. It's actually, Supermums is about helping you think about whether a career is for you or not. And that's the difference. And so we do a lot of hand-holding up front. We'll connect you in with other people. We have a Facebook group called Salesforce Supermums where you can ask questions and just feel like we want you to take a serious amount of time. Like some people have been on our waiting list like over two years because they, you know, are exploring it and considering it. And you don't have to decide now. You can sit and, and research. Research is the biggest thing. Talking to people is the biggest thing. You know, what you can be sat at home thinking that this is the worst. I'm never going to get back on my feet. I'm never going to earn any money. And that is just going to make things worse. If you sit there thinking about all the worst possible scenarios that can happen. Whereas if you start nudging yourself a little bit out and go, well, let's just research this. Let's find out more. That can change your whole mindset from going from a victim mentality to a survivor mentality and going, you know what? Actually, there is a really a career opportunity here for me. Actually, I could do this. I've spoken to somebody who's really confident about it and it completely could change their whole mental state and feel like they've got a future ahead of them. And we have to go through that with the divorce. You have to go through that journey of that emotional dip. You know, we have to go through the life cycle and allow yourself to grieve. But unless you start dipping the toe out and talking to people and researching, you won't know. So at Supermums, we provide upfront support to help you consider whether a career in Salesforce is an option. Obviously, you would want to probably research other career options too and have a look at those things. But I just encourage you to do that because you don't have to sign up to changing. But the more that you do and try and paint a new future for yourself and see a new way of working, a new way of being, you know, envision the house that you want. If you picture the life that you do want, like the holidays you want, the house that you want, the lifestyle that you want, then that's going to motivate you to get that career and to go for it and to invest in something that's going to get you there. Because if you sit there and don't visualize and think that you can't get anything, then you will stay in that place. So when I had counseling for two years, I've had coaching, you know, around business, I've invested in myself with training because I visualize that I want my businesses to be a success. We have it, it Supermums is a non-profit entity. I call it a business, but it, you know, I want it to be a success. I want to learn how to reach new people and spread the word. And I have people that teach me different ways of doing that, right? So we all have to get support from different people. So don't be scared of dipping your toe out of the ring and starting to research, I think is the biggest thing. And if Supermums can help you explore this area, 
just explore it. We've had people from all different backgrounds, different qualifications. It welcomes everybody with open arms. If you want to transition, there is no um, prerequisites of who can do a sales career. The only thing is you've got to be excited about the job opportunity offers, and that's what you've got to understand and research. Yeah, the biggest step is taking that first toe in, dipping in, right? And I think that if you can encourage yourself, if you're listening, to just take that one step, that's all you really have to do because you will start to transform right then and there. You know, I am a total put it out in the universe. I see where my life is going. I've been like this since I'm little. You know, I always said, I'm going to do this. I'm going to do that. And I just believe in what you put out there is what you get. And when we see women go through the divorce process, we often hear, and it's mostly women, we do hear this from some men because we deal, you know, men are our clients as well, that I've been home all these years and then my spouse got to climb to the top of the ladder and here I sit and now what am I going to do? So there's definitely that, that part of the group that just wants to play the victim, but then there's really the majority of the people that don't want to play the victim, that they really do want to move on to a better life. And I like how you say, just take that first dip because the two things I picked up when you were talking was learn to pivot, which Karen and I certainly have done over the last seven years and just developing our company, becoming a fintech company, which was pretty scary for me, not so much for Karen, but learning to pivot and to train up. I love that word because training up for me, when what I tell my daughter who's 29 and any of her friends is don't ever lose touch with what your profession was or you hoped it to be while you're raising your children. Always go to training, even if you're not working, keep your mind there. We're never too old to learn, but we're never too young to start, right? So, you know, if you step away and you're raising your kids, take a class online. Who cares if you don't need credit for something? Just take it if that was your profession. Or even if you like something that's out of being a mom, then take a class on your own time. You don't have to get paid for that. But then when you fast forward to our age, you know, if you go through this process and you have to change to find a resource like you that will take someone and just focus on where they're going in a positive way. Like, what is it that you actually want? Or do you want to be on that two-year waiting list until you figure it out and do your research? You have that option as well. Is really a very powerful tool for anyone that's listening to this right now. Yeah, no, absolutely. And it's interact training. So we have mums that do the program just as you say, because actually they don't need to get a job, but they want to learn the most in-demand skills and they want to keep them set. They're worried their kids are going to be, you know, they're learning all the new stuff at school and they don't want to be left behind. And if you've got background in marketing, for example, um, if you had a couple of years out, you're already behind because the rate that marketing is moving is really fast knots. And so we also train up mums in Marketing Cloud, for example, which is the marketing product of Salesforce. And we very much tailor that. That's very much aligned to women that have had a marketing background. But if you've had a couple of years out or longer than that, you're going to have to retrain in a product that people are suddenly needing and wanting in order to earn well. So... LinkedIn had a, did a survey and they said that the number one skills that were needed by employers are cloud computing, which is CRM, and also business analysis skills, data analysis. And we're like, that's actually everything that Salesforce and Marketing Cloud do, right? You know, they're the key skill sets that you're using. So you want to keep yourself up to date, like you say, Catherine, kind of keep in the fold, even if you're not intending to go back to work straight away. We've all got to do that to evolve and to keep pace. So don't be scared of learning something new. Don't be scared of thinking you can't do it. I never thought I was techie at all. <laughs> and I was like, oh, there, you know, 
when you learn Salesforce, how to sort of build it, it's not code. So you don't need to understand code. I can't do code, but it's like clicks. You're clicking here and clicking there and you're moving things. And you're like, actually, this is quite easy. Like you can get the hang of it. And so I think people have just been pleasantly surprised, you know, what's possible. And we educate everybody about that before they go on the program, because again, we want them to make an informed decision. Like, oh, could I do this? What would it really be like? We share that because it's really important that they see everything that would be involved. And with the career you go into, you've got to have that sort of little like butterflies in your stomach and be excited about it. I think that's the key test, isn't it really? Oh, it is. I told Karen, we are really busy and work 12 hour days probably. But I said, you know what? But I love what we do. Like I love what we do. It's a lot, but it's so rewarding in so many ways. And just to be able to be a voice for the movement that we are involved with for changing a whole industry, which it, people don't realize divorce is an industry, unfortunately, but to change it, it's very exciting, especially women, but even men. Like you've seen some men who are bullied in their relationships Seeing them move forward to in a different direction, really Karen and I smile or cry sometimes because we're so proud of some of our clients. The way they stand up for themselves or just seeing them transform or change is really something to be thankful for. Absolutely. Yeah, just getting grounded in your individuality can just be so life-changing. And conversely, then your children watch you do that and then they're able to do that better as they grow up. So I always like to add that in there too because... I always say, children, don't do what we say. We all know that. They do. They follow in our footsteps. So that's... Uh, hey, I have a thought. Can I call myself a techie now since I'm a fintech company? I mean, literally, my kids told me how to take a class or copy and paste a few years ago because they were sick of me asking them how to do it. And every time Karen gives me a little, little accolade, but I do something computer, she's like, wow. So I'm like, I love that word when you said it. It sounds so very important. I want to say I'm a techie now. <laughs> when in tech, okay, you're a t-shirt. I'm techie. How to get me through a divorce to get become a techie? So you know, life after divorce, I would have never thought I'd be here today, right? So my gosh, I'm training up. I who knows where I'd be right now. So <laughs> yeah, absolutely, I agree with that, Catherine. <laughs> she did not want to give up her paper for sure. But before we conclude our conversation today. Heather, I would like for you to touch a little bit on how people can source investment to retrain, because obviously everyone's thinking about, I don't have the money, I don't have the resources. Can you talk to us a little bit about that? Yeah, no, absolutely. So if you were thinking about investing in a new career, you're probably going to have to upskill and retrain. So for example, if you did that with Supermuns, our courses are just over 2000 I think it's about $2,700, but your earning potential could be $100,000, right? So it's all relative. So you've got to look at the return on investment. I've been going to invest this much. What am I going to get off the back of it? And you've got to, I say to people who are relaunching their career, we give like a free career plan template. So we get you to write it all down. Similar as if you were starting a business, right? If you start a business, you write down your do business plan, do market research, write down what approach you're going to take, and then you're going to take it to a bank to get a loan or somebody to invest in you. The same with the career. The importance of doing it for yourself is that you understand what's possible, what the career route is, you know, which job role excites you the most, what's my earning potential. I talk about how you can double your salary in two years. You can do it slower than that. You can do it quicker than that if you do these things. So we help people think logically, okay, this would be your career path. These are your transferable skills. These are the types of companies you work for. 
And if you write it all down, be it my career template or another one, <laughs> you get a sense of, okay, I understand it. You know, I understand that this is possible. It feels real to you. You've written it down and consolidated it. So firstly, you've got to believe in yourself that this money is worth investing and you're going to see the return out of it because you've got to believe in it wholly before you talk to anybody else. Now, when you're looking at investment options, there's a whole lot of options. The one is if you've written it down, you've got your clear narrative. Quite a lot of our people on our course, obviously it depends on where you are, might have a partner or somebody they're married to, they're going through divorce, they might be with a new partner at this point, but they might have to discuss it with somebody that they share money with. They might need to discuss it with their parents. So again, parents could be a source of investment. You might want to use a credit card, for example, and have that option. At Supermums, we have a buy now, pay later option. So actually you take out a financial package, but you don't pay it back until nine months later or approximate that when you've got a job. So we offer that option where you don't have to put any money up front. You obviously are taking out effectively a loan in some ways but you're paying it back when you've got your job in nine months time rather than straight away. So we offer also like a three month payment plan, but investment can come from different options. The biggest thing is to kind of understand the story yourself and believe that it's possible and then talk to people. Let's say it might be friends and family. It might be a loan. When I was going through a pivot, you know, I used a loan from my bank, but I believed solely that the coaching and training I was doing was going to get me from A to Z. So You've just got to look at your options, weigh up the different packages. For our buy now, pay later, it's slightly more expensive than if you're paying up front, as you probably expect, because it's sort of an interest on that. So I think consider your options. The biggest thing is do your career plan template so you feel this is worth it, you're excited about it, you've got to love your job, as you say, Catherine, as well. Like, you know, you've got to be excited about the future and what it holds for you. Because you've got to be later to get there or to get this full of the first hurdle. <laughs> True. And you know what? You have so many options. There's no reason not to do it. Unless, of course, you don't believe in yourself. And if you don't believe in yourself, you're not going to do anything. It's the same thing in our process. And what I'm pulling out of that is there's so many people talking about you. You know, I've weeded out negative people in my life. I'm 56 now. And so you start weeding out people because you can't be absorbed by that. But if you believe in yourself, any noise around you should be able to be cushioned because you believe in yourself and you're going to find your path there and you have so many options. You know, we say the same thing. If you believe you need financial clarity, that's all you need to believe because you're worth financial clarity. And so that that investment in, into our services, it's the same. Your return on your investment, your ROI will be twofold moving forward. And sometimes you just don't see it until you've actually moved forward and beyond. So you have so many options. There's no reason unless you just don't believe in yourself. And it's so important how throughout getting the right people around you who have the same mindset that believe that investing yourself is the right way to do it. Because I joined three different mastermind groups, one around property investment, one around divorce and sort of other people going through that trauma of coming out of something and another group um, of female entrepreneurs. And they've all got the same mindset, obviously relevant um, in those different groups for different things, but that has been so instrumental to me healing, feeling supported, moving forward. And when people go on our Supermoms program, they are surrounded by other women who are just in their space. All dads and say we kind of get a mix, but they're very supportive of each other. So they set up their own little chats, they support each other. And it's that that's motivated. So just don't do it alone. Don't, you know, find another tribe, find a tribe that got the right mindset because they get rid of those negative voices that keep telling you, you can't do something or you won't do something. Talk to people that are informed and knowledgeable and in the same 
lane as you you want to move forward is so important, isn't it, to get that around you? So important. Heather, how can our listeners and viewers learn more about you and your work? I know you touched on it, but if you could just draw a line under it, that would be great. We have a website, which is supermums.org. It is super, M-U-M. We are the UK, but we do have a team in the USA. We've had trainees from all over the world. So we're truly international, but we have a, we do have a dedicated US team. But yes, yeah, so supermums.org. And we've got a, a page on the website, which I can include for the show notes, which is all about what is a Salesforce career. So if you go to that page, you can sign up for a five-day challenge, which tells you and educates you about a Salesforce career. And you can also book in a free coaching call with our coaches where they can, as I say, discuss the transferable skills, talk about your interests, your experience, the job roles. So you can just understand more and have that one-to-one. There's no obligation to buy. It's just simply like getting a sense if it's right for you or not. Wow, that's awesome. So this concludes this episode on financial resiliency for divorced women, how to launch or relaunch your career. Thank you, Heather, for a great conversation. Divorce can be a really lonely experience, but it doesn't have to be. We created an online divorce support group to help people going through divorce feel less alone and more supported. Within our community, you'll find connection and friendship with others going through divorce, as well as all the resources and information you need to get through your divorce with confidence. Our community is a safe, supportive, and inclusive space to share your experiences and challenges. If you're facing divorce, we invite you to join us in the My Divorce Solution community. It's free to join, completely online, and we'll be there for you every step of the way. Join the community at MyDivorceSolution.com. That's MyDivorceSolution.com for community and connection in divorce. Thanks for joining us on another episode of WeChat Divorce. We hope this episode was informative and supportive on your divorce journey. If you are looking for more support for navigating divorce with confidence and clarity, head over to MyDivorceSolution.com for more podcast episodes, divorce events, and resources for your divorce. We'll see you back here for our next episode.